Welcome to Kingdom Perspective Broadcast, the teaching ministry of Dr. David Ogaga. We believe that this message is going to open up the seals and cause you to have a deeper revelation into the Word of God that will make you see beyond the letters in the Word. Here is Dr. David. Holy Father, I just want to thank you once again. Your word is life and spirit. And I'm asking God for that impartation to come forth as we share the word. To bring healing, to bring deliverance to your people. For your word is life and spirit. Let it come forth with power. And may the heart of your people be open to receive. In Jesus name. Amen. Praise God. Alright, I'm going to be sharing this with us. Uh, I believe that Jesus' death is not just in vain. Apart from coming to save you as it were, the life you released is such a power that is supposed to work in every aspect of your life. Because it was an exchange of life. And then an impartation of life. Hallelujah. Let's look at Galatians chapter 1. Um, Galatians chapter 1, verse number 1. Glory. I, Paul, an apostle, not of men, neither by man, but by Jesus Christ. In case you're looking for what I'm trying to share, he's saved by his life. Saved by his life. I'm an apostle not of men, neither by man, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father. Who raised him from the dead. Hallelujah. I'm not apostled by men, but by God. That means man can be an apostle of men. In other words, men can make men apostles. But Paul is saying, nobody made me one. God made me one. And that's why I always say, in whatever capacity of office or ministry that you are operating in, essentially it is God that can only make you, man can make you. Hallelujah. And so Paul said, you may be an apostle, not of men. And therefore I'm not responsible to men. Hallelujah. Verse 2. And all the brethren... Come on. And all the brethren which are with me unto the churches of Galatia. And verse 3. Grace be unto you, and be from God the Father, and from our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself, verse 4 is the key, for our sins, that he might deliver us from this present evil world, according to the will of of God and our Father. That he may deliver us. And the first thing you've got to understand about this, if you go by, as for the time Paul writing this, you have to do with the religious system of the world. That's what pre- precisely, or primarily, is the world there, the religious system of these days. In other words, he's saying, 
You took us out of Judaism. You took us out of the religiosity. In other words, God is not intending that you can worship him with a religious mindset. He wants you to have a relationship with him. He wants you to have the reality of what life is. So the death of Jesus takes you away from religiosity, takes you away from whatever thing that was supposed to be that was a source of life unto you, that which was controlling you. He took you out of it. Praise the living God. You know, every one of us, we've been under the oppression, under the control of certain spirits before we come to know the Lord. And that's the first thing you got to understand. You don't exist in, I mean, in isolation. You don't exist in a vacuum. There is some spirit, one way or the other, that was supposed to be controlling your life before you come to know the Lord Jesus Christ. And getting to know the Lord, the Lord now becomes the one that controls your life. And the Bible now says, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are what? The sons of God. He came to deliver us from all of those powers and spirit that were oppressing us, that were controlling us, that were ruling us. And he took us away from the spirit of religion to come into the place of reality as to who we are, our true identity in God. Praise the living God. Now how is this accomplished? Romans chapter 5 verse number 10. Romans 5 verse number 10. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by what? His life. Saved by his life. When we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son. Much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. Now I want you to understand this. You are saved. You are being saved. You shall be saved. Or by his life. It's a continuous process. Are you getting what I'm talking about? You must realize that the first place that salvation took place in your life is in your spirit. From your spirit, it moves to your soul. From your soul, it gets to your body. And again, understand this. That by reason of the life of God, which we are not going to be discussing, or that we are discussing, it's expected that the power of God through the Holy Spirit infuses into your system, into your body, that of a truth you are supposed to live in divine health. He gave us his life. He is saving us by his life. And that means we are supposed to live in divine hate. We are supposed to be free from certain oppressions of the enemy. Remember, even when we're enemies, he reconciled us. That by his life, we have to be saved. Praise the living God. This life is not fine. Remember, even when he made mention of that. Anyway, I'll come to that. Go with me to John chapter 5 verse 26. John 5 verse number 26. Hallelujah. For as the Father had life in himself, so has he given to the Son to have life in himself. Hallelujah. As the Father has life in himself, so has he given to the Son to have life in himself. 
Now, if the Lord is saving us by his life, it simply means as the son has life in himself, so are we supposed to have life within ourselves. So, source of life is not from outside, it's from inside. Hallelujah. I will show you what a life is. But I need you to first get that. God is self-existing. God is self-sustaining. He doesn't need anything external to assist him to live. Amen. He has life within himself. The son has life within himself. In other words, healing takes place from within. For instance, if you take a medication, maybe a capsule or whatever, it's not the color of the capsule or that thing that you're taking in that is going to do the job. What really causes the healing is within the capsule. Is that okay? Yeah. And it dissolves into your system. So you find that you took the capsule and life is released from the capsule into your system. So when Jesus, for instance, said, take my flesh and drink my blood, what is that supposed to mean? Get infused with my life into your system so that even as I have life within me, you also will begin to have life within yourself. Hallelujah. Look with me, Leviticus 17, verse, verse 11. Leviticus 17, verse number 11. For the life of the flesh is in the blood. The life of the flesh is in the blood. Hallelujah. And I've given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls. For it is a blood that make an atonement for the soul. I want you to get this right. The life of the flesh is where? It's in the blood. You go to hospital sometimes and then they prescribe blood transfusion. Is that not true? Why? They say your blood is low. What do you call it? PCV or PVC? What do you call that? Medical people. Is it PVC or PCV? Okay, thank you. <laughs> your, 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 your PCV is low. That's your blood level is low. Is that not true? Right. So what's the next thing they do? They transfer blood into your system. And the Bible is saying the life of the flesh is where? It's in the blood. Now, if you receive by way of transfusion a contaminated blood, automatically you're going to be dying because your blood system is contaminated and then your flesh will respond to the contamination of the blood that transfuses into your system. Am I making sense to you? If the blood transfused into your body is containing HIV AIDS, for instance, automatically you contact it and your body begins to respond to the AIDS virus in your system. 
Where did it come from? It came via the blood that was transmitted into your body. Hmm. I want you to see what we are supposed to be experiencing, who we are supposed to be. The life of the flesh is in the blood. And the blood has been given as an atonement for our souls. What is that supposed to mean? By implication, you've been transfused when you come to know the Lord with the blood of Jesus. Now you tell me, how is the blood of Jesus? Is it contaminated or pure blood? Meaning, the life you are supposed to be working on was supposed to be based on the pure blood that it transmitted into your life. That is why we are not supposed to be sick. That's why we are supposed to be healthy. That's why we are supposed to be sustained. Because the blood that is given to us is the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. And the Bible infant tells us the word of the water and the blood, the bear witness on the earth. Book of First John. What is that supposed to mean? What is the witness of the word and the blood? He's talking about the Holy Spirit and the word of God. Water and the blood. The water and the blood. The bear witness on the earth. The water is the word. The blood is the life. And the creature is the Holy Spirit. The bear witness where? On the earth. And that is to say, the thing that gave witness to the fact that what Jesus has done is practicable and obtainable is the word and the blood. Which is the life and the word of God. And that's why I said the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and what? They are life. If we have the blood and we understand the value and the power of this blood, sickness it will literally disappear from our lives. Because the blood we've received is not the contaminated blood. I shared this with you some time ago, the book of Matthew 27. When they picked him up, when they came to arrest him and tried him, remember Judas came and said, I've betrayed the innocent blood. Innocent means the blood is pure. In fact, it actually means original Greek, the alpha blood. Alpha blood means there is no contamination. There is no disease. There is no sin. There is no sickness. The blood that you receive is a pure blood. And the life of the flesh is in the blood. We are meant to walk in a healthy situation. Now, I'm not saying this for you to be condemned if you are sick. But I'm saying by reason of this understanding, you can literally receive healing to your system. I don't know if you're getting that. If you don't know the value of what you have, you probably can suffer, even though that is available to you. See what Jesus said. As God had life in himself, so has he given life to this son to have life here within himself. Now that life has been transmitted to us, so as Jesus had life within himself, so now are we having life within ourselves. Where do you draw life from? From within. Where is that life? From the blood which you have received. The life of the flesh is in the blood. Hallelujah. Are we still here? So I need you to get this fact right. You can get your healing. You can get your deliverance. You can get, I mean, whatever thing you're looking for 
can literally come to you because the life within you draws that stain. The life of the flesh. Not just your healing. Your financial life is even in the flesh, in the blood. Somebody said, what do you mean by that? How was Jesus living? Was he sweating too hard to make a living? Hallelujah. Are you following what I'm talking about? Your financial life, your health life, your fi- anything about life is factored in the blood. And the blood is the spirit. So the spirit does all things, attracts all things. It's all the more reason why the Bible says, You seek it for the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all other things shall be what added unto you. Once your soul becomes conscious of what is on your inside, transformation will begin to take place on the outside. Once you keep on, listen to me. I remember one of my landlord one time was speaking to me. Give a simple illustration. Here was this guy that was sick. He'd gone through a lot of medical, home, medical homes for treatment. And then he came to this particular doctor. And then uh, doctor interviewed this person. So, okay, let me have your case history. And then begin to narrate about all the files. And the doctor see all of this medication that this man have used. And he knew that there was no other drug he can prescribe for this man. Because everything that he was supposed to prescribe, this man have used them. So he said, okay, I'm going to give you something very powerful. And though he went inside and took a piece in those days, which I think is called paracetamol, panadol now. I think it's the same thing. APC, APC. I don't mean APC versus PDP. I mean APC tablet. All right. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> so he got the APC tablet in the room. I mean, in, inside this, uh, you know, this medical people. And grind the APC, put in a little sack and I brought it. He said, look, when you go home, put this in water and then take it. I've seen all the drugs recommended. Uh, this one is more powerful than all of those drugs. It's very strong. I don't give it to any how people or to treat all manner of sickness. Uh, this case, this is the medicine that is needed. So the man took the APC and went back home and drank it. First day, second day, and about the third day that he gave him appointment to come back, the man came back. Say, how do you feel? Say, oh, that medicine works so much. So you mean you say I'm I'm strong, I mean if I just smell saying what's the name? Say no, you don't need to need the name. I don't think getting that. Why? Psychologically, that man was not believing anything can heal him. I don't think I'm getting this. So sometimes healings come from your thoughts. If you realize <laughs> just a simple conviction of this man saying. Take this medicine. I don't give it to any hard people. I don't use it for all manner of treatment. This one is special for you. And he believed that. That's how God is healing. Praise the living God. When the man finally let him know, I said, okay, this is what I give to you. So, but I've been taking that. I said, yes, you've been taking that, but not without the consciousness of the fact that you can be healed. You still feel the sicknesses there. So your problem was psychological. Your problem was a consciousness that you carry. Some of us have that consciousness that we can be healed from the situation we are. But I'm saying the blood 
and walking life. And as God had life in himself and gave life to the son to have life in himself, he's giving you the blood that you may have life within yourself. For the life of the blood, I mean of the flesh is where? It's in the blood. I'm prescribing the strongest medicine you have never seen before to you today. Is that okay? Everything you can ever imagine, may you drink this blood. <laughs> See, eat my flesh, drink my blood. What is that supposed to mean? We are not cannibals. Eat my flesh, drink my blood. Take the word and take the spirit. These two things can give you life. Take the word. The life of the flesh is in the blood. Take my flesh, drink my blood. Where's my flesh? The world was made flesh. The word of God. The more you meditate on the word of God, the more you take in the word of God, and then the Holy Spirit begins to assist you. Life will posit in your system. Praise the living God. That's why sometimes if you are sick, let me just tell you this. You can literally look for scripture that talks about healing and just be talking about them and just be pronouncing them and just be meditating on them and life will be coming to you. The life of the flesh is in the blood. Praise the living God somebody. Are you see here with me? The life of the flesh is in the blood. I'm trying to emphasize this for you to understand that he came to deliver us from the present evil world. Anything that has to be evil, sickness and diseases, whatever, poverty, the life of the flesh is in the blood. Anything in the world is what this life is going to deliver you from. He gave his own son that he might deliver us from this present evil world. One, this age of corruption, this age of decay, this age of frustration, he gave his life that will be set free from them all. And I'm saying what Jesus is, is real and amen. You can believe it, you can get the answer to your question. You can believe it, you can get results to your problems. You can believe it, you can receive sight to your blindness. Is anybody hearing what I'm talking about? Praise the living God. The life of the flesh is in the blood. And he has given it for an atonement for your souls. That you might be delivered. That you might be set free. I don't need you to think like that man that thinks that nothing works except when he gets the APC. I am prescribing a stronger drug for you today. And it's called the blood of Jesus. Praise the living God somebody. And the Bible is telling us. If you have to. You, see, you are in the flesh. If you must leave this world. You need the life of God. If you must. The life of the flesh is in the blood. You are in the flesh. If you must live today on this earth. If you must survive this earth today. You need the life of God. You need the blood of Jesus. You need the life of God flowing through you via the blood of Jesus. As you receive the blood, you receive life into your system. So I see you healed in the name of Jesus Christ. I said I see you healed in the name of Jesus Christ. The blood is going to work for you and it's working for you now. Praise the living God.
The life of the flesh is in the blood. Amen. Look with me, Matthew 20, verse 28. Matthew 20, verse 28. Hallelujah. Even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to do what? Give his life as a ransom for many. What he gave is his life. And life of the flesh is in the blood. He gave himself that you may receive the life. And the life was poured out on the day of Pentecost, which is the Holy Spirit. That's the release of the blood. Praise the living God. You receive the blood. Within the blood is contained the Holy Spirit. Which flows and permeates every system of your being. Every vessel of your being. There's a cleansing process that takes place. And there's also a healing process. But the point now is this. You must be conscious of this. You must deliberately begin to believe it. That there is power sufficient enough to heal me in the blood of Jesus Christ. It has to be a deliberate and a conscious belief and acceptance. That there is life in the blood. And it gave me this life through the blood. The blood is not just to save you from whatever. The blood is not just to take you to heaven. No, that is not it. That is just maybe part of it, if I may use the word. The blood is meant to save you from this present evil war. Let's first get life before we think about heaven. Hallelujah. Let's first live the life first before we think about heaven. I've always said this. People don't understand what Jesus came to do. I came that you may have life and to have it more abundantly. That's what the Bible says. Glory to God. I traveled last week with my family and then on the road at a T-junction, I saw this billboard. Somebody passed on into glory. And the main heading was heaven gained. And I told my wife, look at the you see, this is what religion can do. Somebody died, you say heaven gained. Okay, if heaven gained by people dying, why are we still living? Why are we fighting Boko Haram? Let us kill everybody, then let heaven gain. He came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Death is not a portion. Heaven doesn't gain you dying. Heaven gained that you live. Praise God. You just accept what kind of nonsense into your life. Oh, heaven gained. So where? Anytime. Oh, where I'm sick, man. Okay. I don't have to die so that heaven can gain too. This is what religion has done to people. Hallelujah. The Bible says it's a painful thing for a child of God to die. If he pains, for the earth has it given to the son of man to inhabit and to control and to rule over. You want to die and go to heaven? Heaven doesn't gain by your death. It loses by your death. Because you're supposed to bring heaven right here on the face of the earth. God intends you to reveal heaven right here. So how will heaven gain when you die? 
That one doesn't gain. He loses. You know, look at the nation. Don't think about the nation. When a military unit, as it were, are being trained for the defense of a country, the territory of a country, even when they retire the old ones, people complain. Why? Because of the number of years of experience these people have gotten in the defense of the country. And God trains you, raise you, get back to you when you're born again and begin to infuse his life upon you right here on the earth that you may have dominion and walk on the face of the earth and bring control to the system of the earth. You know what it takes for God to invest that in your life and you want to fly away? Heaven does it gain by you going away. Heaven loses because one of the generals shall have gone. One of the mighty waters shall have gone. Then he starts raising other people to replace you. You give God double problem by your quick deaths. Are you there with me? Until you finish what God has sent you here for, I speak to you today. You are not dying. The life of the flesh is in the blood. We are saved by his life that we should live a healthy and a prosperous life so that we can make heaven available. Glory to God. We can make heaven available. I said we can make heaven available right here on the earth. God wants all to make heaven available. We are a colony of heaven on the face of the earth. Praise God. Are you listening to me? You are saved by what? His life. And the life of the flesh is in the blood. Do you have the blood of Jesus? You see, all you ever do is the blood of Jesus. You're doing that so that demons will fly from your presence. And you want to drive on the road the blood of Jesus. You, you remember what you do? You don't understand. Are you trying to say the life of Jesus should be placed on tire? Is that what you are praying for? Hallelujah. You are the one that needs the blood. For the life of the flesh is in the blood. So the more you receive the blood, the more life you have. Praise God. I was listening to John Gillard this morning. That's the man that I envy his life. When he was in South Africa, the last place I minister, AMF, that's AFM, Apostolic Faith Mission, they are off route, offshoot of John Gillick's uh, uh, work in South Africa. When they had the boo-boo plague in South Africa, he was killing people. But John Gillick, we, you know, put in his palm, put in his palm, put it in there, it will dry out. It will dry out literally. The man's life was overtaken by the life of Jesus. It's a human being that lived. The life of the flesh is in the blood. The more we try to place value on the blood and become conscious of that, the more life we receive in our physical body. For if the spirit, oh glory, that raised up Jesus from the grave should dwell in you, it shall revitalize your motor beings. It shall quicken. The word quicken means to revitalize. The more, when he said quicken means to give you life. 
It will make your life come alive. It makes your flesh come alive. If the spirit of Christ that raised him from the grave should dwell in you, it will give your life vitality. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes this is some of us, we, we keep on taking, I'm not saying don't take medication. Get me right. But the way we are conscious of the power of medication, if only we can be conscious of that same power in the blood, what is that will happen to us? Because you see, if you miss your medication in a day, there's a way your mind will begin to raise. In fact, you begin to see the sickness rising instantly just because you miss it for one day. Am I correct? Why? Your body is just responding to your thoughts. You just feel, oh, since I miss it, I'm in trouble. You understand that? I'm trying to say the consciousness you have about the power and the working of those medications, if you can also have the same for the blood of Jesus, we will get results. Praise the living God, somebody. For if that same spirit that raised up Christ from the grave should dwell in you, it shall give life to what? To your mortal body. And though we have been reconciled to God, we shall be saved by what? His life. It's only his life that can save us. And the life of the flesh is where? It's in the blood. You need the blood and you have the blood. Amen, somebody? Praise the living God, somebody. I am saying you are healed even now in the name of Jesus. Let the blood begin to work for you today like never before. Praise God. That's why your mind will begin to come back to the reality of your life as a believer. What is that supposed to mean? God has life in himself and he gave life to the son. And the son said, even as the father have life in himself, so he given life to the son to have life also within himself. And now the son has transferred his own life unto us. So as the son has life in himself, so now have we gotten life here in ourselves. You have life within you, sir. There's life within your being. The life of Jesus is in your being. Hallelujah! And if you can understand my simple analogy of you taking a capsule, just begin to see that. When you take the capsule, it's not the color, the, the, the wrappings, whatever that you see there, is the energy, is the power. No, 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 no. The power is inside the capsule. You take the capsule, it dissolves within your system. The power begins to flow. And you take in food. What's the next thing? The food helps you to get the transmission of this into your entire being. Healing begins to take place. That's why if you're taking medicine, they will say, make sure you eat, make sure you eat so that you have something that the blood can work on to enable the medicine to go into your system. So what do you eat now to get the blood to work fast in your body is the word of God. Are you getting that? The more you take in the word, which is the bread of life, the more the life of God in your being begins to flow out. That is why if you're not able to read, listen to messages. If you can't find time to read, whatever thing you're doing, use your phone, listen to messages. Take in the word. Take in the word the more. As much as possible. Take in the word into your system. The more you feed on the word of God, the more the life within you begins to find expression. Praise the living God somebody. Have I helped anybody this morning? You better stand up. We're going to pray at this moment. We're going to talk to the Father. We do a little bit of word impartation this morning. We're going to do a little bit of word impartation. I'm going to lay hands on you. 
And whatever sickness that you carry, whatever disease that's in your system, is going to burn out today. In the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody sit on the keyboard. You can give me a song if you want. I just need something very smooth, something very soft that can continue to help release the power of the Holy Spirit as we all worship together and pray together at this moment. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to Dr. David Ogaga. We know you have been blessed by this station. You can share this message with your friends and loved ones. For more information, inquiries, and free downloads, please visit www.davidogaga.org or you can send us an email admin at gkai.net. God bless you.